Do you want to be the next Justin Bailey? Email tips at infendo.com if your code works. We put the we in wiener. Infendo Radio is on now. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Infendo Radio. It is time for the show. It's the 14th, or the 18th of December. It's almost uh, Christmas time, and I'm feeling the holiday fever. Um, Justin, how are you feeling tonight? Um, you're back, newly married. Um, welcome. I'm ha- happy to have... Oh, look at that. Appropriate wow. background and everything. I love it. That is awesome. <laughs> Please tell um, me you wore that on your honeymoon. Uh, God, no. Actually, it Aww. was a... It was a gift from my mother, and and neither of us liked it. But I figured it'd be appropriate for the show. So, dude, sure. I love it. So, um, so before we start, um, I must ask you a question. <laughs> nice, nice, very nice. punny, Justin. We've missed you. <laughs> um, yes, the sh- may- let the shenanigans begin. Yeah, exactly. Um, Steve, what kind of puns you got for me? I don't have puns. I have numbers. I have some very important news, everybody, that I have not told anybody yet, including my co-hosts. They're just, they're just as shocked as you guys. I am, At the time of recording... You spent money on something. That's not news. We already knew that. <laughs> no. we are. I, personally, am two days, 13 hours, 50 minutes, and 47 seconds from seeing Star Wars. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Don't spoil That's... anything. I probably won't get to see it until, like, after and New if Year's. if you think I'm lying, our video watchers can actually see I have the <laughs> countdown on my phone. I I am not so close because we're probably not going to see it until even after after the New Year's when it comes to, like, video on demand or something. Oh, my God. Oh, that sucks. Who am I going to mm. talk about it with? I know. And, and every, apparently everybody hates it, but I don't care because I want to yeah. go and love it. Oh yeah! Uh, don't don't even get me started on the haters. They can never mind. Well, I, I mean, <laughs> like, it's actually not like the critics don't like it, but you know. Well, the critics don't like anything, and I like most of what they hate, so know, we're they, fine. They love the last two movies. I love the last two movies. I'll probably love this one regardless. So. Oh, I want to know what critics you're listening to. My critics hated the last two movies. <laughs> um, the critics on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, that's an that's a real site. Hmm. I didn't yeah, think that was respectable anymore. It's well, I mean, if you look at the professional reviews, it is. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure Rotten Tomatoes got bought out by IGN or like the people that. Um, or that, Google uh, or someone big. Well, like I mean, that. it's still it still aggregates like professional critics opinion anyway this is not the star wars podcast (laughs) for my second bit of news i have thoroughly distracted everybody from our podcast that is not news that is that is status quo mission accomplished well before we get too far we like to thank the people who brought this show to you tonight so we're going to thank all of our producers so thank you phantom thank you sky pharaoh thank you ep knothead thank you brianosaurus and thank you andrew searson um, we appreciate you bringing the show to us tonight. Um, with that, we're going to take a little break. We're going to compose ourselves, and we will be back with Change the System. All your life, you've wanted to be a game reviewer. You know it's true. Now's your chance. Email us at tips at and you can be a game reviewer, too. All right, it's time for Change the System. It is... You know, you know. I think we're actually going to have a nice change to the system tonight because not only are we going to be talking about games, we're going to be talking about some 
Disney, and we're gonna toss it off to Justin for his change the system first. Did someone say Star Wars? <laughs> what? Um, well, well, thank you for for completely ruining my my segue. Ah, You're welcome. We I, just, I tend to do that. I have, I, I have played uh, three games in particular in the past Ooh. couple of weeks. Um, uh, I've played Buzz Lightyear's um, Space Ranger Spin. I've played Toy Story Midway Mania. And I have played Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run. Um, so for those of you who haven't been following the show, um, I just came back from a nine-day trip to Disney World where I got married and uh, got to visit Galaxy's Edge and among, you know, many of the other attractions. Um, Bright suns, Justin. Toy Toy Story Mania actually broke down while... Yes, I heard you. Actually (laughs) broke down while we were on it and I had to be walked off the attraction. That has never happened to me in my 30 years of going to Disney World, so... That I hear was, that's kind of cool when it happens because you get to see behind the scenes. Not really. Kinda, I mean, no? you just kind of oh. we just kind of walked the track until we got to a, a back door, like there was nothing to see. So, Lame. um, um, but yeah, the Millennium Falcon ride was was pretty cool. Um, my uh, older son and I were the pilots. We hit just about everything. Um, <laughs> my my wife and younger child were our gunners. They. Um, they had just about, about nothing. They had they had about twenty percent accuracy, which I suppose is about average for most people. So, so they're um, stormtroopers, is what you're saying. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it was it was a great trip. Galaxy's Edge is incredible. I don't know what people are complaining about. It is like easily the most immersive land I've ever. been been in the most immersive environment like it blew pandora out of the water uh, out of the skies as it were um (sighs) like just just like the levels of detail the size of it the uh just it i'll post some pictures when i get a chance to go through my phone but it was it was awesome um besides playing in disney world and playing with the with the disney play app and the interactive attractions um i did get to play uh at least one new game um i cashed in some my nintendo coins and got myself a discount for warioware gold and so i've been playing that i've actually almost finished the main story mode or at least the main story mode they give you from the beginning busted out Um, the 3ds huh oh yeah is is Um, that the like greatest hits warioware yeah, and I okay. think that there are mini games that aren't like they're like new ones in addition right. to the returning mm-hmm. ones because there are a few that I don't remember ever seeing, and I've played every WarioWare game um, except for the one that uses the camera because you know no one played that one. Sure. Um, I also never played the Wii U game in Wario. So. That one's fun. I've thought about picking it up, but anyway, yeah, WarioWare Gold has been good fun. It is weird to have the voice acting, um, especially for a Nintendo game, but most especially for a Wario game where you would think that sort of thing, you know, wouldn't really matter. It's just a strange thing to to pour money into, Um, but it's as amateurish as, as one would expect, and because of WarioWare being what WarioWare is, it works. (laughs) 
Um, I have a cat in my lap who is now just getting in the way and distracting me and purring into the microphone. Um, <laughs> We're an all-family-inclusive podcast. It's okay. <laughs> right. So I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Um, I deliberated for weeks over getting The Witcher 3 because it's been on sale on everything. And uh, it was like $15 for the complete edition on Xbox One, and, but it was $42 on the Switch, and you know the Switch being portable, I was still kind of leaning on that, even though it's almost three times as much. But I found out that it's coming to Game Pass, so I decided to wait, play it for free, and you know decide from there whether it's worth spending money on. Right. Well, that's um, the beauty of Game Pass, is now you can play the Xbox version for free, and then if you decide you want it on Switch, then you can buy it on Switch. No big deal. Yeah, right, I love Game I have Pass, s- actually. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I almost never utilize Game Pass, and I had canceled it a couple of months ago, or a month ago, and then they offered the three months for a dollar. That's I got that that deal. That's what I've been using actually. Yeah, and I'm like I was paying like fifteen bucks a month, and I'm like I could have bought all of these games, and you know not had them disappear after a couple of months. I'm wasting yeah. all this money. I cancel it, and they're like, "Here's three months for a dollar each." I'm like, "Well, you know, I'll buy that for a dollar." So yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> nice. So I so uh, yeah, I'll I downloaded a couple of games, and I'll give. Witcher 3 a try when it comes to it and mm-hmm. decide whether I want it on the so the problem is I got so many open world games going now like I still I haven't played Skyrim in months but I haven't beaten it either um, I've been playing Far Cry 5 for the past few days cause you know right. I'm still hooked on that still haven't beat Red Dead Redemption 2 like, like the last thing I need is another story driven open world 100 hour RPG but but I love them so yeah so do I right cool. uh, so besides all that I think that's it oh um I did get to play some Dragon Ball Fighter Z uh last night with my kids I bought that when it was on sale so I have no idea how to play it but it looks cool <laughs> nice awesome well, I guess then if that's it for you, then I, I so. will toss it off to Steve. And if there's <coughs> any changing of the system you would like to do, now's the time. So, uh, it's no surprise what I've been playing this week. Um, Shovel Knight King of Cards, where's my phone, came out last week. And when we recorded last week, I had only put you know maybe like 45 minutes to an hour into it. Um, as of this week, I have 100% of the game, and I did take my time 100%ing the game. 100%ing the game. Mm-hmm. So when I give you my time of 24, almost 25 hours, um, that's not quite what it's taking most people to beat it. Most people sure. seem to be beating it in about 15 hours, which is about twice the size of a standard Shovel Knight campaign. It, it sounds like you would play games like I do. Like you like have to yeah. like go through every nook and like well, take every fork and. And there was one night, in fact, the night after we recorded last week, mm-hmm. um, I got into my first Joustus battle, and I was like, okay, this is a little weird. So, you know, I finished the first House of Joustus that you get, and then I, you know, played through a little bit of the world, and then the, by the second House of Joustus, I had enough new cards that I was like, okay, I'm going to really sit down and figure this out. 
Sure. I started at about 10.30, so it would have been Wednesday night. I started about 10.30. I went to bed at 4.30, knowing full well that I have to be to work at 8. So that was not a good idea. I felt like <laughs> garbage on Thursday. But the game, the part of the game that everybody's complaining about is probably one of the coolest features. It is broken at the end of the game. Once you start getting the end game cards, you can pretty much win any match, no problem, if you're mm -hmm. paying attention. But man, are some of those earlier battles a lot of fun. Um, the story of Shovel Knight, staying spoiler free since it's only been out for a week. Um, it This is a prequel to Spectre of Torment, which is a prequel to um, Shovel Knight and Plague Knight's campaign. Um, there is an interaction that happens early on between King Knight and Plague Knight. Nope, that's not right. Between King Knight and Spectre Knight. And then there's, you know, a few more interactions, but this one does take place before each of the knights has settled in their respective level that you're used to seeing them in. Um, and the way they kind of put a bow on everything, they did such a good job tying this in with the other games. There's references to Plague of Shadows when you see what Plague Knight and Mona have been up to. Mm -hmm. um, there's references to the original Shovel Knight campaign. There's tons of references to the Spectre Knight campaign because it's happening like right before the Spectre Knight campaign really gets going. Sure. In fact, if I remember right, in the Spectre Knight campaign when you fight King Knight, by the time you get that far in his campaign, King of Cards has already wrapped up. So, so would you? What what order would you say one should play? Or do you, do you start with the prequels and then go into the originals, or do you start with the originals and do them in order of release? Much like Star Wars, you should do this in <laughs> order of release. Okay. You want to play Shovel Knight first, Plague Knight second. And then if you've played those two first, you get more out of Spectre. And then if you've already played Spectre, you're going to get more out of King Knight. There's just know. a lot of little Easter eggs like that. I just watched Star Wars in, like, the not Machete order of order? release. No, I watched it in, like, like, I guess chronological order, as it were. Uh -huh. And it was actually pretty satisfying. Yeah, yeah. I, I, so, yeah, so I'm doing that too, but I had to start with episode four because I ran out of time. See, so yeah, I, I like when I introduced the movies to my wife mm -hmm. a few years ago, we watched them four, five, one, two, three, six. So, yeah, you so know. you did the machete order. Mm-hmm. So, but anyway, since this is not the Star Wars machete, podcast, Machete? Is that, is that the same dialect as Quay? No, look up that's the machete it's, that's order. That's what it's called. Isn't it called machete? Well, that's what the word is, but it's called the machete order. That's if you listen to Star Wars podcasts, that's what they say. I promise you. I'm not Believe it or not, I do not listen to Star Wars podcasts because <laughs> I love Star Wars. I hate Star Wars fans. So, but any anyway, anyway, back to Nintendo. I did play another game other than just Shovel Knight. Um, so I'm I'm done with the story in Pokemon, and I'm kind of waiting to complete my Pokedex until Home comes out. Uh -huh. And I finished, you know, King Knight because I just couldn't resist. Um, I do need to go back to that in a second, but the other game that I'm playing again is Hyrule Warriors. Um, I'm finally, uh, I'm finally finishing the story, which is the very last thing I have to do. I have to finish the story on hero mode, and then I'm actually done with the game. So I finally started that. Um, I'm not going to hit. I, I'm my afraid end of to the ask. Year. I have to know what your hour count. How many is. hours? <laughs> yeah. Last, last I checked, it was 485. So we haven't broken 500 yet. 
And I don't think we will, because I don't think it's going to take me 15 hours to do the hero mode story. Oh, you will find a way. <laughs> you well, will find if, a way to stretch it. If I if I go back to doing the challenge mode at some point, I will break 500 hours. Sure. But, you know, but I haven't done that because I'm just not all that interested in it, to be honest with you. Um, the other thing, real quick, that I had wanted to talk about that I forgot to when I was talking Shovel Knight is the Amiibos. Um... I'm kind of disappointed in the amiibo functionality because it wasn't what I was expecting. When they put out the original Shovel Knight amiibo, it has what's called the Custom Knight campaign or Custom Knight mm -hmm. mode that you can play, where Which you basically was basically how I how I beat the game and how I right. prefer to play it. Right. I bought because a you stupid get amiibo base yeah. for my old 3DS just so I can buy, play it before I got right. the new 3DS. Right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you unlock all your power-ups based on gold. And the gold Shovel Knight amiibo functions the exact same way that the blue one does. In fact, they actually make reference to that on the package. Um, the package reads something along the lines, and I realize I could just turn around and read it directly from the package, <laughs> but I don't want to. It reads something along the lines of this amiibo has the same functionality as the gold armor in Shovel Knight, meaning there's no additional functionality. It's just mm. there for show. Mm -hmm. um, the other, and you know, of course, in addition to that, they also added an amiibo fairy that you can get from the amiibo fairy, um, <laughs> and it's basically based on Shovel Knight. And the cool thing is, is when you play the Shovel Knight campaign with the Shovel Knight fairy, there's some things that you can only see the fairy do inside that campaign. Um, so how how does that work? Do you put the amiibo under your pillow at night? Yes. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> and you get zero dollars because the amiibo fairy is a stingy hag, and she takes money. She doesn't give it. Um, That's also true. That is true. <laughs> the, the other three amiibo, by the way, they look fantastic. Um, they, they do. I haven't opened the package amiibo. yet, but um, oh, so they, you did end are... up getting them. Yeah, oh yeah, I pre-ordered them a year and a half ago. <laughs> oh, that's right. Well, I ended up with an extra set, and I just shipped that off to Lucas earlier this week. Um, but the functionality of the Treasure Knight, or the Treasure Trove 3-pack, so you still get the Amiibo Fairy for each knight, like you do in the Shovel Knight campaign. Um, and then the other thing you get is when you scan the Amiibo, it gives you the option to use an alternate costume for Plague Knight, Spectre Knight, or King Knight in their respective campaigns. Mm -hmm. um, in addition to that, you can also scan all four of the amiibo inside Shovel Knight Showdown, and you can unlock those extra costumes, um, basically in the showdown in the showdown mode as well. So basically, that's all they're good for is unlocking costumes and fairies. I will say this much though: I saw a video on Twitter of the Plague Knight um, amiibo fairy, and you know how in Plague Knight's campaign you collect the green cipher coins throughout the levels um, they have a cypher coin that's kind of in a pit and the plague knight fairy is circling around that coin okay yeah and then the plague knight that was in that video um, himself is he's in his gold armor and he's doing his dance that you can do if you can push r so you see plague knight spinning and you see the plague knight fairy circling the cypher coin it was the cutest damn thing i've ever seen <laughs> i am so, definitely gonna oh go ahead justin Say <laughs> I'm eager to uh, finally sit down and play through all four of these campaigns because I've only ever beaten the original. I started uh -huh. the the Plague Knight campaign and then kind of fizzled out on it. I am very upset that I can't custom knight the other three 
campaigns because right. that was kind of the driving. So was I, but you know, it is what it is. <coughs> um, I do want to offer you some advice. Don't do what I do and hundred percent the games. No, just I don't. just enjoy your playthrough of the game. Just try and get through the levels because for most people, that's a tough enough challenge as it is. Hundred percenting it is crazy difficult. There was a couple of Plague Knights missions that were in the Plague Knight specific areas where I almost broke my Switch and my 3DS in half. It was absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. Well, so for the love of that's God... That's what happens when you try to use both of them at once. I know. It really what doesn't happened? work did well unless you're Goro. Did you break the 3DS and then you're like, alright, let's get this booted back up on the Switch? Pretty much. Except for <laughs> I had to start over because they don't feature cross-save as we all know. I wish, mm. right? That'd be cool. I know. That's another so, thing that's great about the uh, sh- the custom knight is you can take your shovel knight mm. from one version to the right. other even if you haven't progressed far enough. So and props to Yacht Club Games again. By the way, I know I've been talking I'm talking them up a lot lately, but when I tweeted out um, the pictures, the four completion pictures of me finishing the game, um, they actually wrote me back and they said, "Wow, incredible job." I commend your diligence and thanks so much for playing. So I thought that was actually pretty cool to get from them on Twitter. So, yeah, it was awesome. So anyway, so I know that we're all sick of hearing about Shovel Knight, and you're going to be <laughs> sick of hearing about Hyrule Warriors again soon, so get ready for that. I had my own little uh, brush with fame. Actually, I'm a, I'm a Disney World trip. Oh, please um, tell me someone recognized you. Uh, no, uh, the opposite, oh. actually. Um... There's a YouTuber, pretty famous YouTuber, uh, called the Tim Tracker, uh-huh. um, who does a lot of videos in and around Orlando, a lot of Disney ones. We've been watching them for two, two three years now, and uh, we ran into him in the park, and I got a couple of pictures with him. Oh, told that was him, that picture you put on Twitter, huh? Yep. Uh, to- okay. Told him, told him that I'm growing my mustache out like his used to be. <laughs> nice. Nice. So there's a little there's a little uh, plug for one of my favorite YouTubers. Nice. <laughs> awesome, cool. Well, I guess if you're done, Steve, then that means that yep. I'm the only one left. So we will hit it on mine. And I haven't really been playing um, too too much. Um, still kind of the same standbys. My change of system is actually going to be a little different um, because we went to um, on a trip this weekend as well. We went uh, on a trip up to Durango and we did the Polar Express, and it was super cool. Like there we was, did that uh, too, actually. <laughs> oh, did you? Oh, cool. Yeah, we yeah, have w- we have one here in uh, in Utica. The Adirondack Scenic Railroad does a Polar Express. They have mm-hmm. one in like Arizona too. We that, you know, there's a bunch of places that. What have do you it. do in Arizona? They don't have snow. Looking at uh, you, Brian. <laughs> that's not true. If you go to Flagstaff, you there might find some. I was uh, gonna say one fair. of my best friends um, lived in Flagstaff. It snows there. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Oh, Cactus <laughs> Express. <laughs> Sorry, Eugene. <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah, the Polar Express was super fun. We um, did it up in Durango. Um, it was super awesome. It was my son Elijah's first Christmas is coming up, so we're kind of going all out, you know, doing the whole thing the whole thing we did the whole thing so yeah we they, we did the train ride up to um i think that it goes up to silverton um i might be wrong about that but they give you like hot chocolate and then you know the person on the train sings to you and does his little flips and all that stuff and you know it's cool 
um, Santa came and we got a picture with him too so yeah that I um, enjoyed that thoroughly I think we're gonna be probably making that like a yearly tradition it's just you know pretty fun it's expensive but you know what are you gonna do it's Christmas time you can you're gonna they're gonna charge you what you want what they want um, but yeah the Polar Express was super fun and um, we got to do that while I was in Colorado I did get to play a lot and I mean a lot of Pokemon um, I beat the game as it were um, nice. so I've so seen you rolled all credits yeah exactly okay. I'm I'm now um, you know doing all the post game stuff and raiding and actually oh. having a lot of fun doing that have you started that legendary campaign yet I have not I've you, seen it I, you I'm... are about to meet the douchiest characters you have ever <laughs> seen in a Pokemon game I hate them with a passion okay FYI well, fair enough. I've I um I haven't done that yet. I think I know what you're talking about because um you know there's <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, what they I've still been, make me mad. Holy crap! What I've been doing is actually making myself really mad because I hadn't um done any of the job system yet before, and now you know because I hadn't really. There's just a lot you can do in this game, right? Between camping and the jobs, and like I, that's just one piece that I hadn't um. I still haven't yet. done camping. Lucas is hooked on it. I'm like, it's so fun. Eh. Yeah, it, it, I like it. But the job system, I like it a lot because I can basically do whatever. Like, you know, I have my core six Pokemon that I'm kind of training right now. Mm -hmm. But I, I love all my babies, so I can send them off to do jobs, and then they can basically kind of level up with me. Yep. So then I don't have to, you know, spend a lot of time experience sharing a level fifteen person up to like a proper level you know it's great oh, i like you're that not doing enough raids you're not doing enough raids <laughs> experience uh, well, candies no. all the way friend you know what that i didn't realize how important those were until i beat the game and then i started doing like um you know gmax raids and stuff like that like man do those experience share candies or whatever they're uh, called i know right it's crazy like yeah those, those l's and xl's are worth i think ten thousand and thirty thousand experience a piece respectively yeah, exactly and that's about how much i get for sending well depending on the job like you can get up to like thirty thousand xp to for sending um somebody for on a on a mission for a full day so yeah i've been using those xp candies as well for like my low, low level pokemon it's great i'm Pokemon, Pokemon, Pokemon. It's a, it's a, it's a really good Pokemon game. I, I am enjoying it a lot. Definitely the best Pokemon game I've liked, oh, yeah. uh, or that I've enjoyed in, you know, quite some time. Like definitely since probably DS times, you know. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's about it for uh, my change to the system. So if we are all done, I think we'll take a little break here. And we might be back with a little surprise after the break. Would you like to play a game? Well, too bad you can't. That's our job. But you can give us some suggestions over at patreon.com slash radio. All right, and we are back. It is time for Nintendoons. I don't know if we are ready for this game, but I am because um, I'm going to have fun. I'm hosting Lucas and is here with us tonight. So um, thank you, Lucas, for joining us. I appreciate the um, Nintendoons competition. No, guys. Thank the three of you for joining me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, had you just not come in for this segment, you I might have stood a chance. The but last now round it's gone. Of the year. Now I don't stand a chance. Thanks, Thanos. Did you say Thanos? Thanos. 
Um, That's Thanos' brother. He's not as popular for reasons that will Wait. make themselves apparent throughout this. Episode. Did you say? Did you say Thanos? Did I hear that? We we are going to play Nintendo Tunes, and I am excited. I am hosting, and I have a couple of um, suggestions. Actually, just one that came through on the Patreon. Um, one from a Colton, and his excited me because it's a game that I um, enjoy quite thoroughly. So let's get into that. I think. Oh, it I know is... what it's not. <laughs> if, before we get too far into Nintendo Tunes, if you this is the first time um, joining us, what we're gonna do is I have songs from some games, and these fine gentlemen are gonna try and guess what games those are from. So without further ado, here comes a game from Colton. Away we go. All right. We're definitely in Justin territory. <laughs> yeah, Justin it's... doesn't recognize the music so much as the sound. Is this Metroid Zero Fusion? Better it not. Is or Metroid not. Fusion or whatever the hell that's called. It is not. I that want there to Zero be a Metroid Fusion Zero Fusion now. I want there to be that. Steve, are you thinking this is a okay. game that would exist on a Metroid Zero Fusion system? Because my first Let... thought was this is a game that would exist on like a Metroid 2 system. <laughs> Let me. Uh, oh, I think this how, is how, N64. Uh, is this N64, Eugene? Um, this game did not come out on the Nintendo 64. Yeah. Um, is this game on the Switch? Dude, what this are we game playing? Ten tunes or twenty questions? <laughs> is this Genesis Classics Collection? Is I'm this Vector Man? <laughs> oh, I am not going through all 30 games on there, especially since I don't know is most this Genesis games. Vector this Man? Is, this, is, uh, this is a Genesis game. Yes, it is. Streets Justin. of Rage. Streets of Rage 2. Streets of Rage 3. I, I, I'm going to give Vector you a half po- I'm going to give you a half point unless we get the the point here soon. Uh, well, we, know it, we know it's Castlevania not Bloodlines. Um... Alex Kidd in America. There's a lot of games on that collection. And I don't know any so of Are them. all of these from one specific game? Yes. If, uh, Fantasy Star. Or I guess it would be Fantasy Star 2. I, I, I'm going to have to give it to you. It's actually Fantasy Star 4, but Four. close enough. I knew one of them. I knew one of the Fantasy Stars was would, on the Genesis. I would like to appeal the decision based on the lack of the number four in his hand. <laughs> nope, it is already passed. That, I don't that, think he got granular merits, enough, Eugene. I think that merits three quarters of a point. <laughs> I, I was going to say two thirds myself. Two thirds. I like that. Justin, uh, give, go ahead and give yourself two thirds of a point. Yes, boy. <laughs> I'm going to give you two thirds of this. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> All right. Well, um, thank you very Listeners, much. Listeners, use your imagination. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much, Colt, for um, providing us with that track. The rest of the Nintendo Tunes tonight is going to be powered by yours truly with the Eugene seal of approval. So um, that's going to be exciting for me, at least, because my theme tonight is going to be games that came out in the year 2019. Oh, yes! Yes! <laughs> when? Well, according to Nintendo, I played 51 games this year, so let's see how many of them I can remember. Hey, there you go. Um, <laughs> all right, so I apologize. I don't know how to make my 
um, scorekeeping app make the ting sound. So. I do. It's really not a huge concern for me, I'll be honest. <laughs> I'll do it for you, Justin. I'll fill in for your app. So, uh, all right, here comes the next track. Away we oh, go. I know what the problem is. Oh, I know this. Pokemon. It's Pokemon Sword and Shield. Dang! <laughs> what the hell song is this? <laughs> Pretty sure this is Marnie's this, Town, isn't it? This is... Oh, yeah. Did you just say it's a horny sound? Yeah, it's the horny sound I get every time I visit Marnie. Marnie does make a lot of people horny, Justin. According to you, this is the Spike Muth thing. Have you seen her post-game outfit, Justin? Have you seen her pre-game outfit? Have you seen her beautiful face that radiates love Have you seen a real person, like, in real life in front of you? And compassion, Justin! <laughs> Eugene, what have you done to this show? Seriously, Eugene, you, you just brought us onto it. I'm really? Of all it. songs, you're gonna pick Spike Mouth, knowing Lucas's obsession. Well, he you know my he don't know my obsession. I, I I had to try and think of something that maybe wouldn't get gotten I, right away, I would but not have got gotten Pokemon right away. So. I mean, yeah. to be fair, that was a very clever choice because you only visit the town for like three minutes, and you really don't have a reason to go back. But mm-hmm. unless you're Lucas, I really like <laughs> Pokemon. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we are going to move into the next track. Um, what's our score now? We have Justin at one, Lucas at two. Steve. Oh, you think Lucas Wait, is a two? Yeah, I've got two rounds. I've only had two rounds. I've got two points. Justin's got a half a point. You know, everything's I know great. that he got it in two bars, but that doesn't merit two <laughs> well, points. Welcome this to isn't Nintendo 20 questions. Where the rules are made okay, up, the points well, don't matter. To be fair, the reason why I'm confused is because the next game I'm going to be playing has a big number two in front of it, so take that uh, with what you will. Here we go. And he already gave me the answer sheet, so... Should we be hearing music, Eugene? Nope, we're just gonna sit here and watch Eugene dance to it. Yeah, yeah, because we can't hear it. Eugene, I'll turn it up you. a little bit then. It's a little oh, bit. now we can hear it. Oh my god! Mario this is Maker Super 2. Mario Maker, Mario yeah. Maker Two. The Zelda update? Do we have to it's Mario Maker Two? Okay. <laughs> I don't know who said it first. That was all me. Yeah, I thought it, I thought Steve I said said it right before Justin in my I, headphones. I said Mario Maker first, and then I think Steve said Mario Maker 2 before I said it, so I was just hoping you wouldn't hear him. <laughs> you gotta be loud, Justin. I can be right now. Ding! So we'll, g- we'll give Steve that point there. My Bluetooth was on. That's why I, will, I couldn't hear it. Man, this might be a really quick Nintendoons, but we'll see. Um, I all just right. tried to pet my t-shirt instead of my cat, because they were both the same color. So this um, game comes to you also from the year 2019, as comes my theme. I think one of you has a very distinct advantage in this game. Um, So let's find out. King of Cards. Tetris 99. Oh, no! (laughs) (laughs) Sniped! Sniped! (laughs) 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 Oh, oh man! 
That's pretty I I good. knew what I was gonna guess. I was just waiting for the music. <laughs> I was start. waiting for Hyrule Warriors, but then you said yours. I was like, nope, he's wrong. Well, but Hyrule Warriors. <laughs> well, the worst part was like year. I immediately Sorry. recognized the music, and I'm like, why do I recognize this music? <laughs> I as, think, as okay. Lucas is blurting it so, out. So like, as <laughs> sorry about the swear, Eugene. So as you're as, there were two of them, by the way. As you're hearing the music in your head, everything's moving at like ten speed. Uh-huh. I swear, in my head, I was thinking. <laughs> I know this. Steve's gonna say it. Steve didn't say it. How has no one guessed? <laughs> I have attention deficit disorder. It takes me a couple seconds to process. Uh, <laughs> it took oh, me a couple which seconds is why to I forgot to pick I got up two on Super Mario Maker and you know lost that one. So yes, Eugene. Now I am up two to one. <laughs> well, a, I think a this one. Stunning turn of events. I, I think this one might have a slight <clears throat> Steve slant as well, but who knows? Maybe by saying that, I'm actually going to throw him off. I'm ready. So, um, here we go. Oh, Crash Racing. Bandicoot. Nope. Pika. <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it racing or Bandicoot? Yeah. It's, it's racing. racing. Bandicoot oh. didn't come out this year. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I'm really sorry about your editing. <laughs> That's okay. I'm really sorry for the like five minute interruption I'm gonna do in the middle of the show that I'm making you put in now. So. I, I just realized that I gave Steve Lucas's last point, so I had to take one away. It's okay, Justin. we're chums. Oh goodness gracious! Jeez. Got All any right. more Steve tracks for me, Eugene? I don't actually. I don't. Thankfully for Steve. I've actually got one that I think is going to interest Justin. Um, here we go. Oh, Untitled Goose Game. Ah, mm-hmm. <laughs> this is indeed Untitled Goose Game. Steven, I don't know about you, I actually like it a lot. but there wasn't a chance in hell that I think either of us were going to get <laughs> No, I didn't think you so. You should. <laughs> no. Well, I, for, I coming, forgot about that's Untitled on game Goose Pass, Game. Steve. Is, See, well, I don't have I, an Xbox. I threw oh. in a couple that I thought were going to be some Steve games. I thought. And then I yeah, threw in a couple wrong, that I so. thought were going to be some Justin games. And But I guess all of them are Lucas games. Did you so. throw in any Lucas games? I mean, No, I, because he knew you no, were going to win. No, those were Steve's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Can God we get a score you. update? Because I'm, um, I'm lost here. I think um, currently, uh, Lucas, Lucas with three... I have two. Steve has one. Okay. All right. It's okay, guys. I get the obligatory point at the end of the year. I'm golden. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, here comes our next soundtrack. uh, I'm sorry. Our next game. And here we go. Oh. This isn't Cadence of Hyrule, is it? Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. (laughs) Well done. All I could say was, I know this is a rhythm game, it, but so, it's a rhythm game. At risk of sounding like Justin, it was the sound font on this one. I'm like, that's oh, sure. that, 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 I'm like, ooh, I know yeah, that. Yeah, I knew it sounded familiar because it sounds like and Crypt of the my, Necrodancer. Yeah, that was my first thought was Necrodancer. I'm like, wait, that wasn't year. And then I'm like, wait, Cadence. Well done, buddy. Thank you. Yeah, I forgot about the theme. That's why I got the Mario Maker wrong. 
some of us. <laughs> Which track was that specifically? Because it was really good. It's the Ganon one. It's one of my favorites. Oh, that's I why I haven't made it that far. I haven't I'm, heard it because, yeah. Dude, I've... his castle is so ridiculously difficult, it's not even funny. And Lucas, I have an announcement we're going to be talking about a little bit later on that that you probably Ooh. saw if you've been in Discord today. Oh, here's your next track. I didn't even give you a, give you time to go. Here we go. <laughs> oh, is this fitness boxing? It is not fitness, bo ring fitness fit? boxing. It is Ring Fit Adventure. Wow. Thank you, Lucas. That also is a good soundtrack. <laughs> I honestly, the only reason I thought it was Ring Fit or uh, fitness boxing was because I thought this was an instrumental version of Taylor Swift's um, love story, which because that's the kind of stuff they put in rhythm boxing or like instrumentals of old pop songs. So. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah, thank you for that, Lucas. I appreciate the hint. So, so am I the only one in this group who doesn't have Ring Fit Adventure? I don't I have it yet. I don't, I don't have it so bad. I don't have it yet, but it's like number one on my Christmas wish list. So, I didn't buy Dad, it. if you're watching, help <laughs> you help me get fit this year. One, yes. One Mr. Brianosaurus <laughs> has it. It's the only anybody, workout he gets. Anybody who, who wants to help me shed these 20, 30 pounds that I've put on sitting at home in front of my computer. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you want a sexier Infendo radio, you can support us by <laughs> a copy of the $80 video game Ring Fit Adventure for the Nintendo Switch. Um, if you don't want to spend $80 and you just want to continue the game of Nintendoons, well, I've got a track for you. <laughs> I hate you. Is this you. The Witcher? It is not The Witcher. Okay. Is it The Witcher 3? It is not The Witcher 3. Oh, dang. Did I didn't even... <laughs> yeah, nice one, Justin. That are we gonna Are we gonna have one that's not, like, a, a just giveaway? Is that what's happening? Mm-hmm. I, I guess if we had to choose, this would probably be a medium mode. So it's not Dragon's Dogma, because I don't think that came out this year. What about Darksiders 2? It's not Darksiders 2. Here comes your next What about Darksiders 1? <laughs> it is not Darksiders at all. Oh, boy. Is this uh, Bloodstained blood Ritual <laughs> of the <laughs> Night or something like that? Steve sniped it! How did he snipe it? I said it first. Yes, he said no. I, I, he you he might have said heard blood, it. and he's like bloodstained. You might have heard it first on your side. <laughs> yeah, cause you, I, I mean, I would give it a tie if I had to. I'll but like, share, I'll it, share a point with Justin. Mm -hmm. I'm good with that. I, you guys were saying it like right at the same that, time, and I, Steve was I like bloodstained. I heard it at the same time. Mm -hmm. uh, Justin, do you want to share a point? Sure. Okay. <laughs> we will split the point one piece. Um, I think that's I Steve in the lead? That's Steve in the lead, you and I are tied. One wait, point wait, behind. wait. What the hell's going on? A little spooky, a <laughs> little spooky. Not gonna lie. And you stole all the my games! Let me, Lucas. let me get some red lighting to match yeah, the Yeah, Lucas mood. stole all my games, too. I should really be winning this one. We are gonna move into our next um, soundtrack. And away. Wait a minute. Gizzo. I want to pick a one that I hope isn't a dead, dead giveaway. I want to pick a one uh, that. Uh... 
Oh god. I'm not I, sure. I think that this is gonna just be a dead giveaway. Thank you, Jar Jar. I, I think you've all played this game too, so you all should have a fair shot. Hmm. Um here we go. Oh, oh Link's Awakening. Link's Awakening. Dang. <laughs> Dang. I, it wasn't even six seconds into the I soundtrack. I went with Breath of the Wild. <laughs> so did I. I'm like, oh, shoot, this is Zelda. Wait, no, yes. it's not that Zelda. <laughs> that first one was one of the instruments. It was the bell yep. or whatever. Yeah. You, can't com- yep. you can't compete with Steve on Link's Awakening. Wow. Justin's pretty damn close. He was wow. That was pretty good. I'm actually rather scared of you right now. Steve. I'm proud of me too right now for once. He didn't say proud. No, I, 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 I didn't say proud. <laughs> well, I am proud of me, so <laughs> fuck you guys. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, okay, well, can we get a score recap real quick so the people I don't know where we're at? Steve is blowing us away, <laughs> apocalypse style. Steve, Steve has five points. Lucas and I are tied at three. Unless you're doing some sort of funky multi-point thing that Jeepers. I didn't catch on to. That sure would have been nice if there could have been some last rounds or worth multiple points gimmick or something. I, I For show ingenuity. <laughs> I actually have a lot of... Because I, I went kind of bonkers on this one because I kind well, of thought it was considering how quick. fast these are going, we can keep going. Still yeah, I, I have three more games. What else are we games. doing tonight, guys? It's only eight. Shut up, <laughs> I, I have three it more is games. Is ten. So if you guys want me to play all these three games, let's call these next ones double points. Let's do it! Everybody, this is where I lose. This happens every time. This is is where you wipe the floor with us. Mm -mm. All right, so this one is one of my favorites of the year. Even though I haven't put too much time into it and I'm kind of slapping myself on it, um, here is your next track. Gosh, I want to pick a good one. Um, I guess this one will work. Um, here we go. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Is this The Witcher 3? <laughs> it is not. Final Fantasy 12? Clearly. Or 10 2? We have no idea what The Witcher 3 sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> It is not any of those. Oh, uh, uh, Dragon Quest Eleven. It's not Dragon Quest Eleven. Is this Dragon Quest Builders? It is, is not. Is it Dragon Builders? Quest Builders Two? It, it is not Dragon Quest. Builders. God damn it! I keep forgetting about that. Or Builders Two. Is this Dragon Quest Twelve? <laughs> it is not. <laughs> okay, so I might have been throwing you off with this part of it. Um, here's another track from this game. Xenoblade Chronicles 2? It's not Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Let me get you something with a little more oomph. There we go. I... This isn't... It has such a... JRPG sound to it. Is this Octopath Traveler? It's not Octopath Traveler. Oh my gosh, what is this? Can we start getting some hints, maybe? Sure. Is it an RPG, like we're all thinking? This is an RPG. Oh, wait. Is this that mana collection? 
Wow, Steven. <laughs> Dang. Oh, oh, you you only get one point unless you can tell us which mana game it is. Secret Trials of Mana. It is Secret of Mana, too. <laughs> so, Thanks, Justin. I'll take my two points. So Steve is like that character at the beginning of an RPG who's like, he lives in the same hometown as you, and the whole time you're on the quest, he's just kind of there, and he's doing okay, but you know you've got other party members you can swap in that'll like one-hit KO. <laughs> but then in like the last boss, there's an item that you can only equip to Steve, and it gives him like a 50% boost to all of his stats. That's what's that was, happened tonight. We got that, to that was a very long yet effective uh-huh. It was a long walk. <laughs> and yes, we've reached the end of the, the final dungeon, and lo and behold, there's the Traveler's Parasol, and Steve can <laughs> equip it, and it's the, the holy grail of uh, equip items. And all that leveling we did well, on I mean, Steve all year Look at that working. head. It needs protection from the sun. Uh, all right, we're going to move into our next track. I, I, I mean, I kind of think Steve's going to get this one, because let's be honest, he's w- winning a Oh, oh yeah, Steve's going to get one. <laughs> I will just point but, out, if one of us gets the next two right in a row, we tie with Steve. <laughs> we get the esteemed honor of tying with Steve. <laughs> hey, if I, if I get to tie with someone for the last intentions of the year, that's a win in my book. <laughs> <laughs> well, here, let's see if we can make it happen. Here comes your next track. Well, it's not King of Cards. Not King of Cards. Um, Eugene, can you talk so we can hear it again? I am talking right now Thank you. so you can hear it. Is this a Jerry Bruckheimer movie? <laughs> it is not. Here, let's get you another track. Is this The Witcher 3? <laughs> that would be great, but no, it's not. The ukulele Sounds... in the Impossible Lair? Das, you son oh, of a whore. Wow. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Coincidentally, I'm not even giving on, him the points. This game's on sale for 25% off right now. Steve, <laughs> what happened to you? <laughs> it's the office, I'm telling My you. My baby boy is all grown up. <laughs> I haven't even played this game yet. Wow. wow. Um. Well, Neither have Steve... I, but I'm like, this sounds very Donkey Kong Country-esque. And then right? the moment my brain made that connection, you blurted it out. I'm like... Did <laughs> <laughs> Justin drop some harsh words? In the... <laughs> he did! <laughs> I greatly appreciate that, by the way. That's flattering. Well, if... Um, I think it's only fair that Eugene's if... Gene's got um, some editing to do this week. Yeah, Poor okay. son of a... If um, Steve gets the next point, he's the host for the rest for 2020. I think it's only fair. Why are you? Give him the why last are you? Points. I'm done with this game. Why are you punishing Steve? <laughs> hey, I hosted an episode. It went mostly fine-ish. All right, here comes our final track and Steve's one chance at glory. Here we go. <laughs> Oh, Assassin's Creed 3. Assassin's or Creed 4. Black Flag. Black Flag. That is 4, guys. Um, Rebel, the thing, I don't know, the one that came with is Black this, Flag. I don't think it's an Assassin's Creed. Is this The Witcher 3? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> wow. God mother <laughs> damn it. We were gonna get it eventually. You wow. Were... 
I'm going to make you edit the out of this podcast because I can't wait to hear this. At this point, he's just going to mute Justin towards the end. You're just going to hear No, no, you just won't hear anything Justin's saying. Eugene will just cut the audio. Where's the fun in that? I didn't even bother getting to see the last couple of points. Lucas, good news. The Witcher 3 sounds just like Monster Hunter. Sweet. I think it sounds just like Assassin's Creed. I think that was. It actually sounds like if Monster Hunter was scored by the guys who did the music for, like, season one of Naruto. Mm -hmm. (laughs) If If I'm being wholly honest here. Oh, boy. Well, we're going to take a little break so um, I can pass the torch over to Steve. He um, owns Infendo now, and um, we'll be right back. (laughs) By the laws of Infendo, you are now Infendo. Have you ever wanted to know what kind of underwear that we're all wearing during the show? If you if you have, you can answer that question at patreon.com slash infendoradio for $3. There's no limits. Ask what you want. Okay. So it is question block time, and I have quite the question from one um, Colton. Oh, no. Somebody I'm tell af- me I'm his afraid. last name again. We, we, we did this before. It's Malish. Colton. From one Colton Malish. He asked. Is he prefers you say it like an RPG villain. <laughs> Malish. Actually, I think he does, because his question is not quite a question, but more of a request. He says, please, please, please give us all of your guys' best Satan-voiced impressions. All right, I was correct. Oh, man. Wait, what? Impression of what? Satan. Satan. Alrighty, then. That's hard to do on the fly. See, because I just picture him like a regular Joe. Just sitting on radio, you have damned yourself for episode after episode of mediocrity. Prepare yourselves for the eternal pits of burning flesh and melting souls. <laughs> so I got a question for you. <laughs> what? Why are you in graphic design and not voice acting? I don't know. <laughs> Call it a passion project. <laughs> Top uh, that. Jeez. Um, I, I don't know that I have a Satan voice. Like, like Steve, I picture Satan as like somebody from Arizona. He probably um, works in a shopping Wait. mall. I picture Wait. Satan as someone Wait. from Arizona. His name's probably, I don't know, something unassuming like Brian. <laughs> wait, 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 you guys, you guys, I got this. I'm going to take over your city, Batman. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll just turn on any news channel. He's probably speaking at a rally right now. I don't have to. And he's getting impeached. <laughs> and, um, and, and there's there's our inappropriate political commentary for this episode. Inappropriate <laughs> or necessary at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, gi- I'll give you one, though, Colton, j- anyways, just to be um, a good sport. Welcome to Infendo Radio. I think I turned into more like Macho Man there. It, but, um, it, kind of, it, almost, I mean, had, it I could, almost had like just a slice of like Michael Jackson at the end, too. It's like, okay. Infendo Radio. <laughs> all right, all right. I've got, I, I've oh, got a oh, voice, okay. but I can only say one thing in it, so bear okay. with me. Okay. I'll get you next time, Gadget. Next time. <laughs> nice. So there you have it. Two of us think Satan sounds like 
a demon and two of us think Satan sounds like a villain from a late 80s piece of American media. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Here we go. Though. Here's the real Satan. It's huge. That's Satan. <laughs> Uh, Just, well, thank you. I, I, you know what? What you sounded like probably wouldn't be appropriate, so I'll say it in the break. Okay. <laughs> and yeah, with that, we'll take a <laughs> short break. Ever wondered what's on the Infendo Radio cutting room floor? Find out now for $10 a month over at patreon.com slash Infendo Radio. And we are back. It is die. time for a little roundtable discussion. It's going to be a Christmas roundtable because it's Christmas time, and who doesn't like Christmas? Well, you know, if you're celebrating something else, that's fine too. But you know, what it, we're going to be talking about our favorite holiday traditions, or maybe what we want to get for the holidays this year, because that's a fun topic too. And I'm going to start it off because I l- like clockwork every year on my birthday. I will start. Um, the Ocarina of Time. You would think it would be Ocarina of Time, but it's actually actually linked to the past. Because I I do Ocarina of Time. I think I talked about this earlier. I usually do that around summertime. Like, that's usually when I bust out when there's, like, not a lot of games coming out, you know? That's just, you know, something that I can pick up for comfort food. Link to the Past for me is a Christmas game, and I don't know why. Um, It usually takes... It's a summer game for me, because I remember playing through it the summer that I got my Super Nintendo, so it's a game I always think of at summertime. Sure. Yeah, I, I love me some Link to the Past. I, I play it all every year around Christmas time, and I think the reason for me is because I can beat it in a, um, you know, basically in the span of time that you would get off for, like, Christmas break, you know, like four or five days, you know? It doesn't take me that long. It, you, you can beat it real quick. But, you know, if you take your time and just you know beat it a dungeon at a time or a couple dungeons at a time but you can beat it in a couple of days you know so it's just uh it's a really fun game to go back to so yeah link to the past is the game that i like to go to around the holiday times and if it's not that then it's an animal crossing game if it's animal crossing game is in season but it's not right now i you i love to go to animal crossing around christmas time and do like the christmas festival you know that's just like so fun that's always next year yeah yeah that's like the best part of the animal crossing game so um but yeah that's about it for me so what uh, what do you guys like to do around christmas time or what are you guys wanting for christmas or just tell me about christmas so go ahead justin Oh, well, well, I'm going to interrupt because this is not the topic that I suggested, so I'm completely thrown off, and I have a comp- and I had something different to say, but I can I can merge mine into what Eugene ran with. So, um, I had originally thought we were going to discuss our favorite video game related Christmas memory, but I can actually work with both things here because my favorite Christmas memory was the year I got Donkey Kong Country on the Super Nintendo. I've never wanted a video game more in my life than except maybe Super Mario Brothers three. But um it's yeah, because you watched Donkey The Wizard. Country. Yeah, right. <laughs> Donkey Kong Country was like the the game that I absolutely needed in my life and um if if you have children around you might want to remove them uh from from the room, um especially this episode. But um, that was the year that I snuck into my mother's uh, bedroom closet and found out where Santa stores his presents. Um, I was actually going to tell the exact same story. Is that a euphemism? (laughs) Because I I wanted to know so badly whether I was going to get it, so I started searching the house. 
and uh, I found it, and I was good. I didn't open it. I didn't remove it. I didn't even move it. I left left everything the way I found it. But so, I feigned I feigned surprise and enthusiasm so badly when so, I opened that. So, so given, let me given ask. that I have that same story, hang on, Lucas. Given that I have that same story, Justin, the exact same story, I have to ask you which year it happened for you. Did you get it the year that it was coming as the Super Nintendo bundle for Donkey Kong? Or did you already have the Super Nintendo and you were getting Donkey Kong Country? I, I already had a Super Nintendo. Okay, and, so you're, uh, you were just so, getting the game. Okay. Yeah, so I was Sorry. just getting the game. And um, <clears throat> there's I actually um, associate winters and Christmas time with Donkey Kong Country, partially because, you know, like, I ripped that game open and started playing it immediately. So, you know, there's a Christmas memory. And also because I grew up and still live in the northeastern United States where we get lake effect snow. Mm-hmm. And if you've never seen what lake what a lake effect snowstorm looks like, um, just play the first level of the snow world in Donkey Kong Country, and it's pretty much just like that. Mm-hmm. And so, like, whenever we're having a lake effect snowstorm, it reminds me of the snow levels in Donkey Kong Country, or vice versa, I suppose. So I, so I asked you naughty children who spoiled Christmas for yourselves. Did it, did it take anything away from the holidays, or did it make it just as special? Because you knew what you were getting. Because I mean, that, f- that was something little Lucas, little Lucas never did that. Because little Lucas always wanted to be surprised on Christmas. I, I never did it again after that. I, I always, I think I tried the next year, and and my mother had moved where she hid the presents, and then I never bothered looking again. But I mean, bear in mind, what year did Donkey Kong Country come out? 1996. Six? I'm just guessing. I actually, I actually think it's 94. <laughs> but with I confidence. I think it was 94 because I think it came out the same year as the Donkey Kong uh, remake on the Game Boy. I, I like so it. So I would have been, I would have been, uh, four, or 12, almost 13 at that point. So there weren't really any surprises left for Christmas. I like that <laughs> you knew it and I didn't, but my outconfidence you and made you doubt yourself, Steve. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, that was good. Uh, well, I will I will discuss Christmas at length because I love Christmas. But I don't really have a Christmas tradition, so to say. Um, however, I do remember that magical Christmas when I was a either junior or when I was either in junior high or not in junior high, because honestly I can never remember because I went to a combo school. And I've told this story a hundred times, so I'll skip all the jazz. I don't like combos. I got my, uh, I almost said Switch. I got my Wii. And for me, and my generation of children, the Wii was the system of our young adult, you know, childhoods. It was like that, that, hey, you're in high school and you can afford to buy your own games and stuff. Sure. But, like, it's just starting kind of thing. Like, the Wii was the system. And I think that's why I always kind of associate Wii Sports with the holidays. Because once you get a Wii, unless you had a lot of money to blow and you could get some games right off the bat, you were going to be playing a lot of Wii Sports for those first few months. And right. that was Wait, me, so. you're, you're acting like the Wii has other games. I mean, isn't Wii Sports <laughs> the only game for the Wii? Yeah, the Wii that's... definitely wasn't like the largest library in Nintendo's history or everything. With like 50 no. Shovelware no, titles. Nothing, yeah. nothing um, memorable. Did someone say shovel knife? Yeah. Close. So, um, <laughs> my Wii was a wedding present for my first marriage. 
So, you know, not Different quite as strokes. many happy memories there. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that would have been funny if the Switch would have been your wedding present for this marriage. It would actually be interesting to, like, dive into why, like, different systems make us feel the way they do based on, like, the time period. Cause sure. That could be a fun discussion. The GameCube. That was, like, late elementary school for me. That was, like, the start. Shut your friends, face hole. Friends are sleeping. I was in college. Friends are sleeping <laughs> over at my house, and I can invite them over. Friends are sleeping over at his late house, at night. too, and they're not supposed to be. And then when the Switch came out, I was like, you know, 24, and I was like, hey, friends are sleeping over at my house. Let's make <laughs> some Switch together. You know, just so magical times. But Yeah, dude, no, like, I, I, when you were talking about the Wii, those same thoughts were the same thoughts I had about the GameCube because I was, you know, it came out right when I entered high school. I entered high school in 2001, and that's when the GameCube came out, and I was, you know, had a job at that point right after high school, buying my own games, and yeah, no, it would just, yeah, it's interesting how those, how that works. Um, so, but, oh, go ahead, Steve. Oh, I was going to cut you off, so finish your thought, and then I'll cut no, you off. No, I was actually going to turn okay. it over to, so yeah. So my, oh, good lord, I, can't, I don't know if I can do this. My favorite video game memory is actually, oh, dear god. For those of you that aren't watching the live stream, you really need to, because you're missing <laughs> a bunch. You, it, um, it, by the way, this is quite possibly my favorite winter level music of any video game ever. So, what you know. is this? Since we're just completely Super Mario, Mario Odyssey. Odyssey, Steven. Oh yeah, that game. Eugene talks so we can hear the music again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and oh uh, dear lord. So my favorite uh, <laughs> Christmas video game memory is actually the year that Pokemon Yellow came out. I remember asking Santa Claus for that game. And I remember being stressed out, if you can imagine a little stressed out Aww, it's so instead cute. of a big stressed out <laughs> um, But I was stressed out because I wasn't sure Santa was going to be able to find us because we were staying with Grandpa and Grandma. I used to work, okay, okay, okay. Did you have that too? <laughs> okay, so hashtag just Florida things. I was always scared as a kid because it was like, I don't have a chimney. How is oh, Santa yeah. going to get into the house? Well, See, my parents just said on houses that don't have chimneys, he just goes in the front door and they leave it unlocked. You know, he basically like broke into our house. <laughs> and then one year, my parents got video footage of him trying to get into the house. But then I was so oh. mad at them because they filmed it at the front door and he started at the front door and he couldn't open it. And he went in the back door and they forgot to lo unlock the front door <laughs> so they couldn't get video footage of him. What fools! So, you know. Right. Sorry, I was distracted by Andy. He says Santa has a magic key. So that's a good one, Andy. I'm going to have to remember Is that. Is that a euphemism? A um, no, but I, I was going to make one regarding Santa going in the back door, but you were just talking so fast I didn't get a chance. <laughs> good. So I was staying with my grandparents good. that year. <laughs> Go on, and the only thing I wanted that year was Pokemon Yellow, right? Mm -hmm. And I know, because I'm smart, I know what size a Game Boy game is in, right? They were a very distinct size box. Oh my god. I think so, I know what you're going to say. Your parents so of course, <laughs> jumbo wrapped it. Of Yeah, and not, they not only jumbo wrapped it, they wrapped it seven times. Nice. Seven I times. love... Seven. Okay, okay. I'm not exaggerating. As... Santa put uh, my Donkey Kong Country inside a box uh -huh. with like stuff around it so I wouldn't As the human reincarnation identify. of the Norse god Loki, god of chaos, I absolutely love doing stuff like that. So I Oh yeah, I do it. 
my, I do it too. My uh, parents were everywhere. dying because they saw me get up for Christmas. They saw me bolt for the tree, and they're like, <laughs> "He's gonna look for the box." And I'm looking yep. through all the box, and I'm look, and I'm looking, and I'm shaking, and I'm like, "I don't see it." <laughs> and I said, "I guess I'm not getting Pokemon Yellow." And I sat down and disappointedly <laughs> opened all of my presents, and they purposely would not let me open the big box until the end. Wow. That I had to open seven times. I was picturing like <laughs> seven. little... I'm picturing little Steven like, damn it! Well, and the funny thing is, this little Steve doesn't look that much different than big Steve. Yeah. He's just lighter and has a smaller head. Little more hair, I'm guessing? Yes, lots more hair. By We're very hairy baby. By choice, by choice. I know you shave it, but... Uh-huh. <laughs> So that's, that's probably, like, yeah, that's my favorite. But like Justin, I have the same story where I snuck into my parents, you know, Santa's room, my parents' room. And, yeah, Santa, I I, I Santa had a Super whole, Nintendo. Santa had a whole bedroom. Okay, yeah. I never once snuck into my parents' well, room to look at presents. And, and, guess you were, and guess where my parents started hiding them after that? In the camper. And I knew it. I knew it was in the camper because I would look for the key and my dad's like, oh, I have it with me. I'm like, why? It's December. What's well, see, in the camper? I didn't I didn't want to spoil Christmas for myself because I love the holiday and I love waking up and the surprise of getting the... Like, I knew I would like it more if I waited, so I always waited, you know? So mm-hmm. can we talk about how we um, realized that huh, Santa's not real? Because <laughs> I... Um, I guess maybe I was a little asshole as a kid. I had um, <laughs> Santa um, wrapped me a present, and I was like, "Awesome, cool!" Um, and then I took the, you know, the, the sticker for the wrapping paper, and I started comparing it with all the other stickers' handwriting, and I was like, "Santa, little detective, Santa's auntie." And okay. Yeah, because it was the exact same handwriting for my name. See, so, my mother was good about about disguising her handwriting. First of all, she didn't write on any of the presents. She just put our initials on it. First and of she all, she always used different wrapping paper than any she used for anything else. So, first of all, Santa is real. He's the magical spirit that lives inside of all of us, and the joy that comes in a child's eyes when they open their first present in December. Second of all, <laughs> am I watching Noel all of a sudden? Second of all, Mr. Bimble is the man who lives in my finger. According to the Polar Express, the magic of Christmas lies in your heart. And third, I got into a verbal altercation. Tom, are you are you there? I got into a verbal altercation in fifth or sixth grade while we were at the cafeteria waiting for lunch with a kid who was arguing that Santa wasn't real and I was like you shut your dirty face dastard Oz is as real as you or I so I'll I'll fight you on this okay um Santa's real I apologize yeah jeez dastards You, you've ruined it for Andy and Brian and all the producers. It's okay, Gene, producers. Lose our producers, I promise you he's real, and I'll put in a good word with you guys. You get extra present. Thank you, Lucas. Which Not okay. you guys. You guys don't think he's real. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Well, um, I think that's about as good a time as any to call it for the evening, um, since we killed Santa. And we killed the spirits of children across the land. And you um, gave Steve all the logins to Infendo. 
<laughs> yeah, one. exactly. Curse the realm. Now in Fendo, my master plan is coming together. Should we should we mention that this is, or maybe you did it at the beginning of the show? Should we kind of mention that this is? We got a little last, eShop music. The last uh, episode of the year, not counting the Christmas special. Yeah, we're gonna it, thank you for bringing it up, Lucas. This is gonna be the last regular Infendo radio for the year because, as it turns out, next year. Or next year, next week, the um, the episode would lie on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, rather. Day. And we ain't about to work on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. We ain't Walmart. So. <laughs> so we are going to give you a nice um, bonus episode. We're going to put together our favorite um, Christmas music in a little playlist for y'all to play on the holidays. And um, I think what I'll do is I'll actually just put it out on the um, put the episode out on Wednesday. Because that will be Christmas after all, and you know it'll be a little, nice little bonus episode for everybody. So that'll be great. Um, but yeah, without further ado, we are going to get out of here for the night. So um, I'm going to say goodbye first to Lucas. Where can the people find you? The people can find me at my website, which is chromaticu.com, which I encourage you to go to. It's been a hot minute since I've worked on my game. You know, holidays and whatnot. That kind of stuff happens. But we will get back to it, and we will work hard. So please tune in there. There's a link there to go to my Twitch and whatnot, although I don't really post to Twitch anymore, so I should probably make that go to my YouTube. Anyway, chromaticu.com is the best place to find me. Thank you, Eugene. Uh-huh. All right. Um, Justin, when you are not at the wonderful world of Disney, where can the people find you? Well, um, I've basically got the same thing to say as Lucas, just less of it. Um, you can find my um, Disney World-related uh, website at utilidork.com, um, which I haven't updated in about a year and a half, but I do still tweet um, on my at utilidork Twitter handle. Um, I also tweet at my at infendojustin Twitter handle, um, so you got different tweets for different occasions. Um, but I'm definitely, like Lucas, planning on doing something exciting with my Disney site for 2020. I just have to, you know, get the ambition back to work on it. Nice. Well, all right. Well, um, always with ambition, Steve, where can the people find you? Okay, Lucas, that is adorable. Isn't it? It's so cute. <laughs> All right, so for once, I actually do have something to say. Um, you can find me at, at on Twitter, at Gentis1. Of course, I would mess it up. And that's spelled J-E-N-T-A-S and then the number one. The reason you need to go there is because there's a link to my brand new Discord, um, which you can join. And then when I start streaming, once my room is no longer under construction, you will be able to join my Twitch chat through my Discord. You'll also be able to see when I'm going live. And I have plans to stream Pokemon with Lucas. I have plans to stream the end of my journey with Hyrule Warriors. Um, I have plans to do some Shovel Knight streaming, um, if anyone's interested in that. I have plans to start a Minecraft, a second Minecraft realm. Um, not because I really want another one, but because I want to show people that may be new and not know how to do Minecraft. Um, kind of how you start up and kind of get things going and where to go from there. So I actually have a lot of plans to stream. I just can't start that until after I have a room to stream in again because I can't stream from my office. It doesn't work. Um, so follow me at Gentis1 on Twitter. 
and click on my pinned tweet and that's where you get to my Discord. There's a link to my Twitch there. Go ahead and follow me there and that's over at twitch.tv slash and watch for me streaming in the new year. And if I could just say, this man has put in some time on getting everything up and running nice and hunky-dory. So I would highly encourage all of you to go check out his stuff. He's been doing some hard work on it. He's got his own Discord channel. He's ready to go with the streams. Go go join his channel and check it out. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be fun. I'm so excited. Go, go, Gadget Peacock. Get it. Putting all awesome. those IT skills to work. Also, since, since I don't math, I IT. Since there couldn't be a more awkward time to do this than yes. other two co-hosts, we should probably also mention that we are going to be launching our Pokemon podcast soon. And we have a name. We have because, a name. We're calling we have it a name. Hyper Voice after one of yeah. our favorite attacks, and also uh-huh. because it, you know, has voice in it, and that seems. I have <laughs> an entire. I have an entire team dedicated to the move Hyper Voice. So it's very fitting. So we'll be giving you guys some more info on that as the year starts, but be looking for that because as soon as Steve can start, you know, working in his own space again, we want to get rolling on that. So that'll probably be an early next year thing too. So we'd encourage you to check that out. All kinds of things. Well, I don't have all kinds of things. I only have just me. I'm just here, just hanging out in the Infendo Discord. But you're beautiful. Uh, tonight I feel a little less beautiful than most nights. But you are the beautiful, sh- no matter the what they shape. say. You're in the you're in the best shape of all the Infendo hosts. No, you don't so know that. You can, are you really see, gonna go there? You can really, see, Justin? You can only see our top shapes, Justin. You don't really know what's going on. What the is surface. wrong with these, huh? Huh? So, um, Ooh, yeah, I see you, in the you can definitely find me at Infendo that? Eugene. I was going to say, that's been there for, like, a year. I know. <laughs> don't I wanted don't to get forget to, to follow at Infendo on, disc, or on Twitter. Don't forget to follow the Infendo Discord. All the things, you know? Um, like Lucas said, at the uh, at the top of these plugs, we're going to be off next week. So we hope you enjoy some awesome Christmas music from us. And until then, we will see you all in the new year. Happy holidays, everyone, for whatever you're celebrating, because I don't want to offend anyone. Aw, that was really sweet, Steve. Ho, ho, ho! See you real soon. You've heard the amazing produce show we have. You've never seen the stuff that we actually do when we record. You can do that every Wednesday night at twitch.tv slash radio. Hey there, guys. Sorry, I'm a little late for the show this week. I didn't want Eugene to have to edit me into this week's episode without an explanation, so I thought I'd explain to everyone why I wasn't there for the first segment of the show. So there I am walking down the street on my way home after work when I come across, of all things, a dragon. Yes, a dragon. His name was Puff, and he asked me if I could help him with a small favor. You see, Puff was in a bit of a bind. Apparently some rough-and-tumble bandits had kidnapped his sister. He wants to know if I can go down to the docks with him to help get her out of the bind. Obviously, I say sure, because come on, I'm not going to be a dick about it. Well, we get down to the docks and come to find out I'm being set up. You see, Puff's more of a nickname, really. Turns out the old boy's got a pretty strong substance abuse problem, and he'd fallen in with the wrong crowd. Now, old Puff thought if he found a scapegoat, he could pawn the fool off to the dealers, who would in turn harvest my organs and sell them on the black market. So Puff bails, and I'm left alone with 20 or 30 of the toughest drug dealers I've ever met. Let's just say Puff's not smoking no ganja. He's hooked on the hard stuff if his dealers are any indication. Well, I'm here giving it to the drug dealers, and just when I'm about to face the big blue genie in the sky, Puff came back. 
We took down the dealers, drove back to town, and I left Puff at one of Florida's many rehab centers. And that's why I was late for this week's episode. 